Did you know that today's podcast of the 3 o'clock parade is presented by Adventures Out There Travel? Adventures Out There Travel is the official travel partner of the 3 o'clock parade podcast. We produce, we like to talk to Becca, that's B-E-K-K-A, at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com. They can help you find discounts, concierge-level service, and help plan the best vacation you can have. Adventures Out There Travel the official travel partner of the 3 O'Clock Parade. And Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. It's Professor Daniel Miller, drunk at Disney in Orlando, cruising down the highway. It's Rhiannon. Hey, not so much a highway, but, you know, I do my best. What is the current status of packed roads due to snowbirds? Oh no, it's off season. It's beautiful. So you're that's what I figured. When does a few weeks now you've you've had or Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And from the West Coast. It's Skipper Dick Richie. I get more mileage from a cheap pair of sneakers. Huh. I was listening to Billy Joe earlier. Man, that was fantastic. Yeah, I love that part. That's one of my favorite lines. Now all I want to do is go to Jelly Rolls. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. Let's go. It's like the national anthem of Jelly Rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Billy Joel is really the national anthem of Jelly Rolls, for the most part. For the most part. Oh, so welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. It's been, we, were not, we, were, we were not able to gather around the fire last week, but we are back. Um... Lots going on in the world of uh, of Disney. Last we talked, Skipper Dick Ritchie had just come back from Batu. Oh, I'm going again this weekend, by the way. It's oh. the last weekend that it's available uh, before it's before it's open to the public. So these are still. What does it mean open to the public? What are they? These are going to be no this longer is, hotel guests. Now it'll be just regular reservations, right. or are they just opening it up to everybody? Just anybody after after this Sunday. Anybody with a ticket to Disneyland can go into Batu. That'll be interesting. Like a nightmare. Well, I and seeing all of the mess that has been going on with Hagrid, I'm just like, oh, oh yeah. I don't want that. I'm hoping that I'm hoping that enough of us went over the past month to get it out of, you know, like the crazy line system. But I don't believe it. I don't think that will be true for years. Yeah. Well. The biggest difference, though, obviously, is that Batu is got is a land versus just a ride that just has one single line. But um, like it really will be interesting to see how crowds are uh, manage these things, like uh the, the bar. Like I mean, what is a wait to get into the bar going to look like when it's just open to everyone? Um, things like that, and is it like is it even going to be manageable to go to like make a uh, make a lightsaber and all those things. And, or what will it really be like? Because when you go to Pandora, you know, the line to get into like the restaurant is still really big. And this is, you know, not even in the same ballpark anymore of, of Star Wars land demand wise. So it'll be interesting to see how it works. Yeah. I am scared, but excited. It's kind of like anytime I've gone to bed with somebody. No. Now, maybe you've been paying attention to this specific thing, Skipper Dirty, and I have not. And uh, someone tweet, tweeted today, I guess I never get to have a spork in Batu. 
Are they? Did they? Are they not? Have they discontinued the sporks now? Um, that's what it. That's what somebody made it seem like. Uh, I think people were just walking off with them. Well, yeah. So much that it became, you know, like dumb. Uh, <laughs> that they couldn't, you know, they just they were going to have to continue continue to order sporks, I guess, yeah. forever. Which I'm I, that really is disappointing to me because. Okay, just keep ordering sporks. Like, I'm like that's just need, we need, we need to make sure that's just the price of doing business. It's okay. Right. I'd be well, fine. Charge people thing. for them. Ugh. Yeah. Instead of charging seventeen dollars for a plate of noodles and shrimp, charge twenty dollars for it and be like, here's your commemorative spork. Yeah. Like, just keep buy, just buy, just contact the factory and be like, we'll take them all from from yeah. now on. We're, we're, we're going to make. We want it. Yeah, or, you know, at, um, God, I'm totally, at the Tropical Hideaway, they have, like, regular plasticware and chopsticks, but they sell Tropical Hideaway sporks that they've been changing every few months Love to it. a different, like, character or, you know, some sort of design. So do that. Yeah. You know, sell me, sell me the spork. If it's that important to me, I'll buy it. Right. Seems pretty common. But I would say also, if you're the a-hole that's stealing sporks, please, please stop. (laughs) Yes. But but I'm with Rihanna. Like eBay living. Yeah, true. But I but I'm with Rihanna. Like just it's it's okay. Just it doesn't. It's okay. Like just do this though. Like just find a way to do it because if there's one thing that. If you watch any Star Wars ever, anything they use is like custom. They don't use regular anything. You know? <laughs> so like, we need a special spork. It has to be there. That's part of it. And I'm almost wondering if they're just in the process now where they're just going to order plastic sporks. Because before they were nice metal sporks. Yeah. You know, so I'm wondering if they're just like, hey, you know what? We're obviously going to have to like, we're not going to be able. It's, it's not sustainable to do this special metal spork. So let's just get plastic ones and, you know, we'll give them away with the meal. Yeah. Yes. But I'm and also he, wondering if that means that these sporks are going to become available at property control. I don't know. That'd be sexy. It just, it just needs to happen. And we bring this up because Rhiannon even mentioned it before we went on uh, the air is that they did announce today that there will be, like we're actually getting into time to get ready for Disney World Batu, and there is going to be a, cat, a pass holder preview coming up, so that's just pretty exciting. That is really exciting. Um, well, not so much for me. Right. Oh. They are definitely drew a line in the sand, and it's at the gold level. That if you're gold or below, sorry, Charlie. Oh, really? Yeah. It's awesome. plat- platinum plus and premiere. Woo. Yeah, I should. Currently, I don't have the Premiere Pass because I haven't made the trip out there recently. But I'm wondering if I should upgrade to Premiere so that I can book preview dates. I, I and they have not exactly announced how that's going to happen yet. Well, that's what I'm saying. They say register yeah. though. I saw one woman talking about like what's the phrasing she used, like sponsoring somebody. Like, but she made it sound as if. Platinum people could like bring a buddy, which I kind of doubt they'll do that. But if they did, then hi Tronco. 
something today. Well, at least you finally are starting to come around. For no 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 other reason other than you're just finally getting it. You're finally understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if if they do it like Pandora, that would not be the case. But if they do it some other way, sure. But that it, yeah, I, don't I don't know. It's going to be a. Sh- also, yes, there's also the rumor that it will not be a free event. That they're potentially charging up to ninety nine dollars per person for this. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, right. Sounds great. I'm in. I'm in. I was actually having this discussion with Mrs. D.A.D., just her and I sitting around once. I go, you know what? I I really hope they offer a paid one because I – after a while – it was really when I was watching this Hagrid's thing. Like you were talking about, Skip. Like I ain't dealing with this shit. Like I'm – I just am not going to. Like I will – please let there be a paid event and I'll just do it. I'll – you know, I'll just suck it up because yeah. I really want to go to this. Yeah, and especially like that they're doing this as a preview again, as opposed to how they did Toy Story Land, which was after the fact for stupid hours, like 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. on a Tuesday. Um, And the first week that they're allegedly doing this is the week that I'm going to be there with my family anyway. So, I mean, yeah. Holy smokes. But alas. You are alas. We Mark, Mark was even doing the math of upgrading his pass, but I'm like, your pass expires, I think, in September. So you're paying the difference for a matter of like three weeks. That's mm-hmm. dumb. Right. Because somebody was asking online, they do, and Disney does not prorate the upgrade. Oh, no. No. Because that would be too, uh, too tempting. So that's. So I'm excited that we're getting to this point. Um, it'll be interesting to see what comes after the pass holder preview, how they're going to, if they're just going to let her rip uh, or if they're going to try to do something because, you know, it's, it's going to be, you know, it's, I guess they're probably they're going to wait and see what happens at the end of the month with uh, <laughs> Galaxy's Edge in uh, California when they really just unleash the hounds. Unleash the hounds. Unleash the hounds. But um, speaking of new, breaking news, I went to the <laughs> new bar, Ooh. Three Bridges at Coronado Springs, and it really is great. Um, I've heard. Yeah. It's a – and it's interesting. Somebody else was uh, – a friend of mine was talking to the manager or whatever and basically saying, how does this compare to – Geyser, and they basically said exactly what it feels like. We took everything, we took everything about Geyser and just modified it based on what we've learned about Geyser, which was, you know how Geyser's kind of weird? Like, is it a sit down? Can you just sit wherever you want? It's always kind of, it was always kind of weird. They're like, no, we're just going to make it, we'll seat you. That's it. it. You know, they took away that whole awkward, what is it? And they are going to seat you, but we got, we just got to sit right up at the bar without, um, talking to anybody. And, you know, they have, um, handmade uh, housemade sangria, which was Mrs. D like absolutely loved. They got you know, good beers, good drinks. The food was really good. Um, it's just this whole Coronado Springs. Then the new tower is like just looks so cool. It's that this is right on the lake. The setting is great. There's nothing not to like. Um, so other awesome. than the fact that it's very remote, you know, just Coronado in general. Well, that's not, what I like about it, though. Yeah, right. But so that's a, whether that's a good or a bad thing. It is. It's not connected to like, 
You're not going to sit there and then cruise right into Epcot or, or whatever. It's a destination unto itself. It is. Yeah. It really is. And um, what what I found very entertaining, and other people aren't finding entertaining at all, but I, the uh, Coronado Springs was always all their food and beverage was done by a third party. Patina, you know, Maya Grill, mm-hmm. all that. And when they first announced this, it was also going to be from Patina third party. But then when we sat down, they're like, no, we're Disney. So at some point within the last, like, six months, they basically screwed that. <laughs> and they said, well, no, we're going to take this one. Yeah, they were like, uh, we just realized what a uh, moneymaker this is. Mm-hmm. And I bet the t- I bet the rooftop restaurant will be Disney also then, because there's going to be a rooftop restaurant on the Grand Destino. So hot. Yeah. It's freaking sexy. And that's going to have views of Epcot and Hollywood Studios from up there. Whew, keep talking dirty. I know. It's And it's just, it looks cool. It just looks cool there. You're looking and you're like, you know that, like, feel you get when you're on – for me, I get this feeling when I'm on Crescent Lake. It just feels so cool. Like, I'm, I'm getting that same feel on the Coronado Lake of just this is where I want to be. I just want to be here. Yeah. Well, I think I think you said it. It's a destination in itself. Yeah. You know, like, especially, like – I bet you the a lot of it has to do with the conventions, right? Like, they got a lot mm-hmm. of conventioneers that probably don't have time to go to the parks. And they're just like, if we're just going to, if they're just going to stay at the hotel, we might as well give them, give them places to blow some, some dough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some dough. And they blow will. Dough. So what do you think the, uh, timing is for how much life left in, uh, shit, what's that place called? The Laguna Bar? Yeah. 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 I don't know. It depends. Um, cause it is right there. Uh, <laughs> the only, I guess I think it'll probably be when they how they figure out how they're going to do the hours of this when it's all said and done. They, this one starts yeah. at 4:30, which is so late. I know. Why? 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 So my guess is it'll do the 11 a.m. opening at the Laguna Bar to still be that afternoon spot. Yeah, um, yeah the 4:30 is, you know. I guess because you got to bring in the, the 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 cooks and all that stuff for the I don't. It's one yeah. shift for the the whole evening. Right? Yeah. Just one shift. Yes, two shifts. But I mean, Geyser is so successful, and so if they're basing this off of lessons learned from Geyser, I would have thought that it would have taken the whole "Hey, let's open up early" thing and run with that. Well, yeah. it'll be it'll be interesting how it sorts out. I mean, they can always that could just be now. Who knows? It'll be interesting. But Skip, you hit the nail on the head with conventions. That resort is either it's much like I always think of when you think of Boardwalk over there where uh, the the Atlantic Dance. It's either packed or dead. There's no medium. <laughs> yeah, Coronado's kind of the same way, based on the convention. Rick's was always that way. It's either packed or dead. Mm-hmm. So Rihanna also brought up this. Uh, We've we've now talked about it every week that we've done the last three times was uh, another big rumor coming uh, from the the from the interwebs that Country Bear Jamboree would be the next to go in lieu of a Toy Story uh, marionette show for you know Woody's Roundup and 
we kind of talked about it before. We, again, dude, how much how much uh, stock do you put in these internet rumors from the WDW News today? It, it actually kind of bumps me out. Not the actual thought of it changing, but the fact that they've gone more towards rumors and yeah. not like actual news. Because uh, I think Frontierland would be perfect for Woody's Roundup, but I think that's also like that's the last country bear in the United States, right? Because like the one yeah. in Florida or the one here got ditched for uh, Pooh Bear. Yep. So I don't, I don't think they can do. I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's a bad idea. Oh, I think it's a terrible idea. Yep. I have a thought. If they would, but I don't know if they would ever be willing to do this when. Country Bear Jamboree was first envisioned by actually Walt Disney. It was about to go into that um that ski lodge over in a Oh yeah. Right? As part of like their entertainment. If they could ever convince them to put this as part of the new Fort Wilderness, um I, that would be the great to me that would be better than the status quo. I'd rather have that at a resort. And put this, like you said, I think Toy Story Woody's Roundup would be an awesome addition to Magic Kingdom. But not at the expense. And this could actually move. It would be expensive, obviously, to build this at a resort. But, man, what a great way to really improve the Fort Wilderness offerings if they're going to do this whole new thing anyway. Come on, man. That would be amazing. What if Hoopty Doo turns into kind of like a Country Bear Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, no. No, I don't mean yeah. in place of them. Ugh. You know, because that's what I'm saying. Like, with this new Fort Wilderness, part of that building area is in that area where, where the hoop is, right? And yeah. that's one of the things that people have talked about is the possibility of losing hoop de doo which I think is sacrilege. I would rather lose country bears than hoop myself. But, uh, but a way – well, I think a way to solve that for Disney that's economically better – is if they replaced the Hoopty Doo characters, like the live actors, if suddenly were just animatronic bears, you know, doing their stage show, and they just re, you know, repurposed, they could they could literally move the animatronics from Country Bear to Fort Wilderness, mm-hmm. uh, redo the animatronic show so that it's a little bit Hoopty ish, and instead of like going and watching live people, you know, you'd, you'd watch the country bears perform between meal or between, uh, you know, so basically stuff. you're just trying to have automation destroy some jobs. Oh yeah. no, that, I'm not saying that I want this. I'm just saying, Man. you know, Disney would love that. Yeah. Could you imagine like they would, they, the amount of money that they would save, not paying the actors, and musicians, because those, I, I believe that those are actually uh, part of SAG. I think they're Screen Actors Guild. Uh, oh, it's not. Yeah, they're, they're, if Disney's willing to try to get rid of like, you know, 12 to $13 an hour jobs for for automation, these are like, you know, right. triple, quadruple yeah, these, that. These guys are making a decent, I'm not saying that they're rolling in dough. Like, they're not buying houses at Golden Oak or anything, but, you know, they're definitely making a decent living. And they're already paying for the animatronics. Like, that's something that's already going on. So if they can say, hey, for the exact same amount that we're paying to run Country Bear now, we can just move that over, add Woody and Pels, and then still have a hoop-de-doo show 
with characters that people love that they're going to pay extra to go see now. Yeah. It's actually a win-win-win minus the uh, the live actors thing. Right. And, you know, maybe they'd have like one or two and, you know, but I, I also don't think you'd get called onto the to the stage. No. Oh, you mean you wouldn't have a spotlight shown in your face? I mean, that's pretty Good. fun. Man, and we got to dance. We got to dance. It was lovely. It was our anniversary. Oh, it was so beautiful. <laughs> it was our anniversary. Um, you know what I'm looking at right now, changing the subject a little bit. The Get gurgling case has, which is the bar at uh, Old Key West, for anyone who doesn't know, has a lot of merchandise that came out and being sold at Old Key West Resort. And as as much as I love this, there can't really be much of a market for this. <laughs> like, most guests couldn't give two shits for this. <laughs> well, I would think the DVCers would probably... Yeah. yeah. I love it, though. This is great. I mean, dude, there's, like, a shirt. There's actually glassware. Yeah, I actually... I think that's cool. Like, oh, I know I that... Encourage. Oh, I do, too. I love yeah. it. I know that when I go to the Disneyland resorts, I'm always bummed out that there's always tons of Grand Californian merch, but there's very little Disneyland hotel merch, and there's absolutely no Paradise Pier merch, which is fine. That's probably for a reason. Right? Nobody wants to buy. We met, I met the guy online. I started joking about Paradise Pier Hotel, and he was like, they're one fan. He was getting very upset with me. <laughs> He's, we found him, Skiff. He exists. He's like, I rent out floors at a time <laughs> he's like i love that bar stop it he's like i love there's that bar Woo! i'm like you don't really love this bar you do not love this bar. <laughs> yeah no you, you can't don't. be talking about the pool bar that's open for like 30 minutes <laughs> like it's open just enough to order a drink can i get a drink oh you're already closed <laughs> the third person in line is out of line yeah like fuck <laughs> It's open about as long as the Bushwood Country Club pool on Caddy Day. Right, exactly. That's actually what it kind of feels like. <laughs> it's open from 11 to 1110. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love but it. Yeah, I think, I think the idea of resort-specific merch is cool. Mm-hmm. Especially if they do it themed to the resort. Yeah. You know. Like, I would yeah, like to buy, like, little, like... a logo on something. Well, no, so, like... Like, you know, like, in Mexico, they serve, like, uh, margaritas and those, like, clay pitchers, and they have those little, mm-hmm. little yeah. glasses. Like, if you could get those with Coronado Springs on it, that'd be great. Right, yeah, not just regular pint glasses. Yeah, I don't, want, I don't want just a pint glass that has the, like, resort logo. Yeah, I want a good like, theme. Yeah, that's or, fine. like, a solid colored mug with a resort logo. Um, unless, unless you could do something where they had, like, a collection of pint glasses like they were all the exact same pint glass and you could collect collect them all like like little uh pokemon yeah and then we could battle disney resort merchandise has (laughs) always been so weird i've been like closely following resort merchandise since let's just say 1999 when i came like on my very my very uh, my first like adult uh, vacation and at that time like like koozies you were talking we were talking about koozies once for example like, at that time, every resort had a koozie, but they were all different, like, types. It was really weird. And then ever since I've lived here, since since that time, 
the, the resort merchandise has gone in waves. Like it'd be really good, unique merchandise for about two years, and then it would go down to where all they had was like very generic bullshit merchandise. And then for two years, then two years it comes back, and now we got cool shit again. It, it's always been very, very weird. Hmm. I, I mean, you know, there's there's got to be like a team of people that do that, and I'm willing to bet probably that's their like their job cycle. You know, you get like somebody come in that's really eager and excited, and they come up with really cool ideas. Yep. And then, uh, you know, they get they get hired away, and the next person in is just like, well, yeah. That's good. Yep. And All-Stars are a good example. There was a time when you could get All-Star sports merchandise, All-Star music merchandise, and All-Star uh, movies merchandise, and then it just became All-Star resorts. But then it came back, and now they're going to do All-Individual again. And, you know, I just I just want every as much variety as possible. And it always reminds me of this time. Do you remember the show The Surreal Life? No. It was like a reality show, and they brought in, like, 80s and 90s celebrities, and they put them in a house. Anyways... Well, Vince Neal from um, Motley Crue was on it, and for like an entire episode or more, half the time he was wearing a shirt that said Disney's Yacht Club Resort. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. Vince Neal from Motley Crue is wearing a Yacht Club shirt. (laughs) Yacht Club shirt. Like it wasn't. It wouldn't be cool if it was a Mickey shirt. No, it's the fact that it was Yacht Club made it so awesome. Like this resort-specific merch. I've been wanting to get like a clip of that sometime where him wearing the Yacht Club Resort, but nope, not working. Um, what I'm super disappointed that I didn't buy when Pop Century first opened, they had Disney bowling balls that you could buy at the, uh, at just like the regular little like merchandise shop. So, you know, they had the regular crap like t shirts and stuff, but then they had like a Mike Wazowski bowling ball and, you know, just think about things that were round and, and, and they were super, they were super cool. You would order it, give them like all the dimensions, tell them the weight and everything. And then, uh, yeah, and then they would ship like you. Real balls. Yeah. Yeah. It was an actual bowling ball. That's awesome. Yeah. And I want to say it came in like a cool bowling, like a Disney branded bowling bat, you know, bowling ball bag. And I remember thinking, damn it. And that was a cast member at the time. So I was all like, you know, someone was like, well, I'll get it later, you know, I'll use my discount or I'll get it at Christmas. And then I remember going one time and I was just like, bowling ball? And they were like, no. Nope. <laughs> you, you missed your chance. Man, this trucker hat is really good, though, of Old Key West. For, like, it's a girl's hat, but it's really nice. I'm going to have to get that for Mrs. D.A.D. Old Key West. It's really good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm reading this on the WDW News Today site, and I just realized the guys, and we, we talked about this, the author, this guy's name is Matthew Soberman. Like, that guy's not, <laughs> he's not probably a, a fan of our, of yeah, us. I was going to say, he is the anti <laughs> his, his name is literally Matthew Soberman. Mm. That could be uh, your uh, alter ego? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Who do you want to follow, Drumkey or, or Matthew Soberman? No, don't answer that, Rhiannon. No, oh. Um, let's see. Forky is coming around. Are you excited about the uh, the movie's coming out in like two weeks? It comes I out. I think it's Friday or Thursday. Yeah. Oh, not even like soon. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I have tickets. You'll see it. Like, dude, I'm scared. 
About what? Why? Oh, because it's supposed to be like a tragic ending or it's, something? It's got to be. It's got to be just like literally like I can just feel my throat like clenching right now. Just it's going to be so sad. Yeah, I was, yeah. was going to say I'm going to take it to well, see it on Thursday. Thursday night. It's Pixar. Of course it's going to make you cry. I know, and I don't want to. What's killing me <laughs> is they haven't allowed anybody to really like talk about the movie, but everybody's been out, you know, kind of promoting it. So everybody keeps saying it's like the best of the Toy Story movies, but I'm worried that they're just saying that. Like, I really yeah. want to be a good movie. If it's a bad Toy Story movie, that's that's what I'm most worried about. I think that would break my heart more than like Woody saying goodbye to the guys. Like, Ugh. you know what? Yo, Bo Peep and I are gonna hang out here at this uh, carnival. Like, I would be fine with that more than watching it and going like, God, this Toy Story movie sucks. Like, oh, I would be bad. yeah. I just literally, I don't want to. It's so sad. So, um, Woody, uh, it's Woody and Buzz, aka uh, Tom Hanks and uh, Tim uh, Allen. The other one, Tim Allen. We're here in Orlando. <laughs> weekend. Went to the hospital and saw some kids and stuff. The children's hospital. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's nice. yeah it was neat. It was neat. Let's see. What else we got going on? They had, oh. Whoa! I didn't know they added the fork, the Forky character prop to Toy Story Land. I'm excited about that. I would go see him. He's supposed to be awesome. I do like Forky. Like every, no matter what I've seen from, you know, the, the promotional stuff, whether they say the movie's good or great, or you know, you're gonna cry, you're gonna laugh. Everybody says that like Forky is a surprise hit. Like they good. love Forky. Yeah, because I was really worried. I was like, oh, I don't know, this looks kind of dumb, but. <laughs> I don't know, Thursday. Thursday I'm excited for Thursday. I'm ready. Yeah. Is, I, I like Forky. He's pretty cool. Like I I, I like the idea. Because I was a little concerned at first. Somebody brought up a good point. Like why just because you put googly eyes on something, now it can come alive. And in the in the preview they even address that. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not the entire premise of Forky. Right. Is that she's the one that makes him a toy, not just the eyes. Right. Right. Like, right. Like you as the child bestow the life into the character, which that okay. I mean, it's it's still silliness, but I'll I'll buy that. That's cool. Okay. Using <laughs> your imagination. Yeah, I just need I need an explanation. That's my thing with a lot of these Disney like even the, in the theme park lands. Like I don't care how stupid of an explanation it is. Just give me an explanation and I'll go with it. Yeah, I'll believe whatever you tell me to believe. Right, but just tell tell me that you've thought of this. It's not just like you didn't think about it. I don't care how bullshit it is. I'll, I'll believe it. It's fine. <laughs> just give me something. Damn it. Well, there was a lot of a lot of people scared people this week. Skipper Richie, were you one of them when they started putting merchandise in the Main Street Cinema at Disneyland? Oh, that's one of the first things I want to do when I go this weekend is check to see if the merch is still there, and if it is. I'm going to be that guy that complains. I'm going to be like, come on. Yep. Come and on. Somebody today was confirming that they talked to somebody at Disneyland. I don't know, whatever. And he said that, no, they're not getting rid of, you know, they're not changing the function. You can still go in and watch the movies. They're just trying to, quote, bring more people into the theater. It's like, you know, obviously BS, but. Yeah, that's not how you do it. You know, I mean, I, I will say this. Every time I've been in there. It's been me and, like, one family, and that family's probably using it to, like, change a baby's diaper. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a very popular spot. Uh, But 
I do definitely feel that, you know, it's one of those places that should be sacred in that way. Like you should just be like, Hey, you know what? I get it. It's not going to make a billion dollars. It's, but it's just something that, you know, like people who go love it. So just leave that alone. Sell stuff someplace else. Seriously. Or give us something that's really like, I would say if you have to do some sort of crazy merchandise, don't do something that you can just walk into the Emporium to buy. Right. You know, like do something that's specific to each one of those. Like the movie next to it, that should be the merch, and it should be like super exclusive to that. Yes. Not just bullshit regular general Yeah, merch. like I don't want to buy another Disneyland Spirit jersey in that fucking theater. Right. You know, <laughs> if it had classic shorts or something, like, you know, merchandise or something. Like yeah. classic Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. To me, you're right. That makes all the difference in the world is what yeah. they sell in there. Yeah. Like if I can walk in and they have like really cool, like three or four really cool Steamboat Willie stuff. Mm-hmm. And then three or four really cool, you know, just plain crazy. So that like whatever you're watching, you can be like, man, or maybe that's it. Maybe you can just have the option to buy that. Just be like, hey, you know what? You can buy the like Blu-ray that comes with the digital download to what you're watching. I love it. Or, or some of the, like, some, like, really nice collectible stuff. Maybe maybe even a T-shirt. But to just have, you know, any random Disneyland merch that you can, you know. Like, don't make it just, like, we're, we haven't sold enough of these T-shirts, so just put them in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes all That's the difference. Or make that like an like maybe that's where they would just have like AP merchandise or something. I don't know. I don't know. Just take everything out and leave it the way it is. I did see something today, and I don't know how officially confirmed this is, but it's in the and it has to do with Disney's California Adventure. It was that in the new Marvel Land where they have like they're gonna have like remember when they were they released footage of the animatronic stuntman? Yeah, a robot that they could fling around. That they're gonna have like a Spider-Man literally flying around the buildings. Holy shit! Yeah, like interesting. And it's and then they showed the the animatronic stuntman, and he really is doing kind of like action figure type poses. And I'm like, holy shit! That is the that would be if that's done right, that could be the coolest thing ever. And I don't even like you know the, the superheroes, but I want to go see this right now. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, yeah, like that's awesome, and I had not heard anything about this. Um, and then I saw that, and I'm like, that is so cool. And it, you know, when you put two and two together, and they're like, Disney's creating stuntman animatronics, and then, wow, this could actually be happening. I would love that. I think even Rhiannon would like that. Mm-hmm. What if it, what if it was an animatronic Harrison Ford? That would swing into your <laughs> hotel room. Oh. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Frisco. Oh, Frisco. <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. That is phenomenal. Did you see Rihanna? You might. I, I didn't know they were going to do this. Did you? You'll, you'll get it. You actually will get a kick out of this, Rihanna. Did you see they are widening, completely widening that path that goes between imagination and the refreshment port in in uh, World Showcase? No, I did not know that. That sounds like long overdue. 
Right. I'll support it. I would think I figured you would. I, I, I know this is something Anna will get very excited about. Glad you've established that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it is long overdue. I mean, it's, it is the size of a side path, but it has the traffic of a main path. So. Right. <laughs> oh, it was the worst during Flower and Garden when they were handing out the free, that go squeezes or something. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, if it's free, you got to go get it. The congestion, like you just couldn't pass. Mm-hmm. It's a very so, poor choice in where to have that thing. Food and wine festival coming just around the corner now. Although it's almost time to start, right? Yeah, end of the summer. After Diet Epcot finishes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that's become a thing, Diet Epcot. They yeah, that's pretty good. Super Weenie Hut Jr., credit for that. He did a pretty good job with the Diet Epcot thing. He was just there. Yeah, I didn't see him, but he was in town over the weekend. Yeah, he went to go see Hagrid and bounced around the parks a little bit, also. Yeah, I would. I'm gonna. I'd like to go over and try that Hagrid ride, though. But I, I don't want to show up and have it be like seven hours long. Well, I think part of the problem also is that I guess you've had maintenance issues or like uh, mechanical issues. So I guess like today didn't even open till like one thirty. Oof. Yeah. I think, you know, they, I think once they get everything under control and the initial crowd of, like, crazies go see it, then it'll be like everything else. It'll, you know, it'll get back to normal. Of course. But that's just so embarrassing to have that many technical issues in your first week or whatever open. I mean, like, I don't know. They need to take a long, hard look at their QA process. It looks great, but I think that that ride was definitely designed to go at night. Uh, I watched like two ride throughs, one during the day and one at night. And during the day, you can see like the animatronic uh, fantastic beast that you're chasing around this forest. Mm-hmm. You can see like the, you know, the, the the underlying like metal structures that hold it and turn it, move it around. And it totally takes you out of of the environment. I'm sure that, you know, maybe when you're riding on a roller coaster, it goes by really quick. So you don't notice. Oh well, yeah. Probably. But, uh, but when I watched it at night, I actually looked for it. And since it's dark, you're like, Oh no, they're there. There's actually fantastic beasts at universal. <laughs> fantastic beasts. Yeah. Um, Rhiannon, you'll, you'll like this. Um, restaurant is going to have they're switching in the evenings now sometimes to fast casual where they just kind of where they bring you good burgers. But anyways, on top of that, they're gonna have a Sunday bar with lots of toppings. Mm-hmm. I just want that. I don't even want these burgers. I just want the Sunday bar. I'm more of a savory person, so I just appreciate the toppings bar that currently exists. Mm. I do. Like... I mean, I've never actually eaten it, but if I did, I'd appreciate it. I've gotten many uh, just beer onlys there <laughs> before they came up with the bar. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's one of those places they don't know what to do with either. They're just like, what do we do now? Just the entire. I, I, I hate. I've always loved Dinoland since I worked there, and they really don't know what they're doing with it right now. Um, it makes me kind of sad, but nobody really cares, so it's screwed in the end. <laughs> No one cares but me. Womp, womp. No one cares. Like, they really just completely, 
Now you go there and there's just random Disney characters everywhere, and it's like, nah, they just don't give a fuck. So yeah, the initial theme was so good. Yeah, with like the big company and the like, you know, the college students, and then I feel like once they added Chester and Hester's, they just kind of threw their hands in the air. Well, I think it was more when they got rid of Camp Minnie Mickey and they had to put, find a place for, like, the traditional Disney characters. And they're like, fuck it, just put it in Dinoland. You know? Camp Minnie Mickey was great. <laughs> yeah. It was just, yeah, it was, it was. They needed a place that you could go and just meet all the characters. And when they got rid of it, they're like, well, sorry, uh, Dinoland. They're yours. Planet Watch would have been the place to put them. Yeah. yeah. You know, that would have gotten people to go out there. Hey, how, where do we see Mickey and Minnie? Oh, Raf- Rafiki's Planet Watch. Oh. Okay. But from a operational perspective, what I do like about the current setup of Dinoland is the way that because of the way FastPass works, the way your day kind of unfolds at Animal Kingdom or at all the parks is, you know, you get a time that you're going to come ride, I don't know, Expedition Everest. It's 3.30. Well, right now it's noon and you're like, well, you don't have much to do. Where's a place you can go and just do random shit? Well, that's kind of what it's become, and that's what they're building at Epcot in that what was Wonders of Life. It's just a place to go and hang out and do random shit. So it's it, it's interesting that it's it's kind of filling that role now at Animal Kingdom. When you don't have a fast pass to go do, where are we going to go hang out? Well, let's just put, let's just make them go to to Dino Land. And while it's killing Dino Land from a theme perspective, which makes me sad, from a what does the future of Disney theme parks look like side, I find it interesting that. That's kind of what it is, is it's like we got games, we got random characters, we got a couple rides, restaurant, and to put a new bar in there. Like, just, just stick them over there. It's kind of like a waiting. It's like a big waiting area, <laughs> which I think is, is interesting moving forward that, you know, now Hollywood Studios is going to need something like that, um, you know, because like I said, at, at Epcot, they're building that with the plate, that Wonders of Life thing. Um, and that's basically what all of World Showcase is. You know, you can just wander around and eat food and random shit. But they don't really have – Hollywood Studios doesn't really have anything like that now, a safe place to go and just be. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that develops over time. Agreed. Total. Yeah. Because Magic Kingdom, we went on a couple nights ago. I was like, I really want to go watch Happily Ever After from the park. Like, I usually watch it from a resort, which is great, but I, sometimes you want to just watch it with the projections and watch the whole thing. And, God, it's just, I love that show so much, Happily Ever After. Hey, um, at Universal, with the reopening of, what was it called, Jurassic World, where, like, the Jurassic Park thing used to be? Yeah. Are you guys getting a new bar there also? I don't know if there's anything officially. I'm not sure. I, I can't answer that. I think they should put a cool Dino uh, Jurassic Park bar. That would be awesome. Because uh, apparently here at Hollywood Studios, it's going to be called the Isla New Bar. N-U-B-A-R. Uh, and it's going to be like a little like Jurassic Park slash Tiki Bar. Yes. Yeah, it looks great. I don't – they really do need that because um, before there was Harry Potter, <laughs> unless it's the one at um, Pandora, right? That one which is, which is in the TV bar. bar. Thank you. 
Oh my god, Skimmer, you would have, you would. Uh, so there's this new tiki bar opened up okay. in Sanford. Yeah, like Suffering Bastard or something. Like yes. That? Yeah. If you think it's, if you think they're a pain in the ass to get into, and the assholes at Grog Grotto, take it to like the next level. They, Wait, is that possible? They're so it was it was obnoxious trying to get you get in and then literally the, the lady came over several times to just like she was so it's such miserable people that work it it was miserable I well I it, think it, I'm sorry go ahead oh it just made Grog Grotto seem like a breeze trying to navigate um so I know that like what a lot of bars are doing is that they're opening like they've already like if there's already an established bar which is what I understand what's going on in Sattenford. Like, there's already an established bar, and they're opening, like, a tiki bar within that bar, but as, like, a speakeasy. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a bar here called False Idol that has gotten pretty popular. And prior to False Idol opening, uh, the restaurant and bar that it's connected to was Craft uh, and Commerce. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's the same thing, like, you don't like if you don't know where you're going, like you get in line for one and then you find out that, no, you wanted to go to the other. And sometimes they take reservations and sometimes they don't. And then you can be in one bar waiting in line to get in the other. And then when you get into one, they're like, well, you didn't ask to be seated. You know, yeah. you just wanted to come in. Um, and I think that's just part of like the whole speakeasy like movement that's going on right now. I'm not saying that it's good or bad, but. I definitely have experienced that here Dude. in town also. I'll just say it by experience. So we walk in, we had to, we, our party kind of split because we were taking multiple cars. So some of the people go in and you go in and there's a bar right when you walk in. So people grab drinks and they're like, all right, let's go in. Well, it's right, you, you can't bring drinks in. So half the group had drinks. I didn't. And I'm like, well, and now I'm, now I'm stuck. They're halfway through. I haven't started. So do I really want to get white drinks here? Or it just was, that part was awful. And it was just, I'm like, I just, I'm like, I just, it made me think like, oh, I just want to go to, um, I just want to open a tea bar and make it like fun and easy. That's what I want to do. Well, that's, I think that's the thing though, is that you have to like, like, I feel like one, I, I, I've seen a lot about that bar, um, that looks pretty cool. And there's some really neat, uh, theme park related stuff in that bar, um, that is directly related to Jaws. Yeah from universal that is pretty cool um but uh yeah i mean i kind of feel like that's what i'm not saying that's what makes a tiki bar cool is that pain in the ass i think it's the opposite side what you said um which is what i like about the valley high like yeah. there's no you know you go to the valley high and they're just like we don't care how many people are standing or at yeah. a table or whatever like as many people as want to come in here and have drinks and have an amazing view that sounds great yeah. Do that. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely it's also, that, that. Oh, it's definitely that feel where it was. Oh, I forgot shit. What was I going to say? Never mind. Continue, please. No, I was going to say, but I think the difference is that the Valley High has like the space and it's an established place. I think something like this is, hey, you know what? We're going to open a tiki bar. It's going to be great. And when this tiki thing's over, if it doesn't work out, then it's easy to close because we still have this other bar open. Yeah. They. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just I'm ready to. Yeah. Anyways, it made me think of uh, definitely wanting to start a new tiki bar. That's for okay. sure. I'm in. I'll do it. I'll move out there and help people open the tiki bar for sure. 
Yeah, I need a backup plan. Well, duct tape and beer, and I have been talking about reopening the Big Bamboo for yes. years now. So we just need to get duct tape and beer and, you know, the three of us, and we'll go yep. out. And I missed him. He was out this weekend as well. Oh, damn it. I love that. Why are you avoiding everyone? <laughs> have you just avoid? Yeah. Every- <laughs> Spoiler alert. There's always someone here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So they're also widening the uh, pathway of, of Cinderella Castle, Rhiannon, on the other side. That used to also be the uh, side, the one that goes run by Club 33. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see, anything else? Let's see if we have any uh, hashtag Ask Sour Boner. Oh. Ask Sour Boner. Let's see. Least. I wasn't quite ready. <laughs> Let's see. Sorry. Oh, this was it's this came on right after after we talked. It was Park Hopper Ryan, the flannel Jedi. Um mm. said we need to have a discussion about Diz News versus Diz Rumor on the internet. With mm. prominent sites putting out several non source articles as fact. It's really now new now riling up the outrage machine. What is the three o'clock parade thoughts? I like Diz facts more than Diz rumors, especially when I click on links and then I'm just like, there's nothing to like. The headline is all this link. Like, there's no story beyond this. It's not like, hey, we've heard it from this Imagineer or so and so. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously they can't say right. who the they leak can't is. Name names. Right. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. I am all for rumors when you're like, as a news source, ninety nine point nine percent sure of your material and can back it up and all that. But to just be like, well, I heard this strange thing from like you know my sister's hairdresser's son in law's dog walker. Like, no, shut the fuck up. That's what like just being an anonymous egg on Twitter for. Right. Yeah. I I personally just because I do take it with the when it says and it always says rumor, I'm like, I I like it only from a sense of, oh, I like I like thinking about this stupid shit, you know, in my time off when I'm when my brain wants to turn off. So it for me it's more of a food for thought kind of thing. And so it doesn't bother me by any means. Um as it just I mean because I have no idea um I do know, though, that these particular guys are definitely not popular with uh, with Disney because of, of, of these type of things. Because some are and some aren't probable from real sources. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I know. I, they, oh, go ahead. Oh, I know like some people were talking about how they do this thing where after it comes out that their rumor was indeed false – they say things like, well, no, it wasn't. Disney just changed your mind. Oh, those are good. Right. Yeah. It's the perfect well, Okay. Choice. Yeah. Of course, it wasn't your fault. Of yeah. You Once we gave them a bunch of free hype for this attraction that hasn't been opened yet, they decided they weren't mm-hmm. interested anymore. Mm-hmm. I, um, because, uh, um, and somebody texted me, um, once, uh, that they were putting on, they uh 
were getting sort of doing a, a media thing with Disney, and they got a list of who Disney requests that you don't talk to about your events. And there were only two names on the list. They go, congratulations on not being on that list. <laughs> what? They tell you, like, you know, if, if you're going to do interviews about, you know, do like promote your event, don't talk to these people. And they have a list of people they don't want you to talk to. Nice. We didn't make that list. We're not on it. Good. Oh, Good I thought us. you said we were on it. And I'm like, how? What? We didn't do anything. No, we're not on it. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I, I have that in reverse. Like that. <laughs> let's see. Um, anything else going on? Oh, let's go back to this SRR. Okay, word association. Uh-oh. Diswire. I'm going to say these uh, things, and you're going to say the first adjective that comes to mind for each of the following. Um, Dis news. Um, Diz Rumors. Well, that's the next one. So you gotta go. <laughs> oh, well, well, the next one I'll do Diz News. <laughs> I would say the adjective, my first adjective that comes up for Diz News is interesting. <laughs> right? I'm like skeptical. <laughs> Outrage. <laughs> Ooh, All right. How about Diz Rumor? Skeptical. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, How about official Diz blog announcements? Um, I roll snooze alert. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, what's a good adjective for not timely? I feel like we've already known. By the time the Disney blog announces something, it's already been out there. Yawn, which I guess is kind of where I get to when I talk about some of these rumors, is I kind of like that it's talking about stuff that hasn't been announced and beat to death already. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Serious Park News. Um, I'm here I, for the lols. I rolls. I know, the best. I it's the, it's the most important news source in the in the planet. Yeah. What about uh, Skyliner Pilot, a.k.a. Collins, asparagus interviews? I miss those. Essential listening. Yeah. Now that he's, now that he's back, I could probably uh, – he's a little bit more around now. We could probably get some more interviews. We could probably That'd be great. Polly wants to know, is there anyone uh, is obnoxious and annoying enough to keep a record of the rumors, chart their accuracy, and assign a grade for the site? <laughs> Sounds like a lot of work. Derek Bergen. Is, is Derek. he volunteering to be Diz Twitter's political? Oh. Yeah. Because that would be great. That sounds good. Let's see. Uh, Dizwire also wants to know, is this the official song of drinking at Disney? The Knights. The so, have to figure out. We'll have to, we'll have to listen to this and, and talk about this in the future. Which oh, I need to come over here and see now. Does it give you a link to it? It does. It's got a YouTube video. Oh. It's Daniel Retliff and the Night Sweats. So oh. we'll have to come back and answer that later. But um, there's a lot of hand clapping in it, so. 
it's, this is kind of hipster enough for Rhiannon. <laughs> it's definitely not Yacht Rock, Rhiannon. Thank God for that. And it's not, it's not, um, you know, Florida Georgia Line. Maybe I'll put this as our, you know, at the end of the show music, and then we can discuss it next week. That is a great idea. Well, this will be our, the end of the night, end of the show music. Daniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats coming up next, live on the 3 o'clock parade. And not next, in a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, this song is great. I love this song. You've heard this song. I just have, yeah. Oh. I, I don't, I, I need to really hear it, uh, listen to it to see if it's the official. I want to say yes. Just. Let's see. I would actually like that. Like, they could make an adult version of the Country Bear Jamboree with them singing this song. Oh, that would be good. I feel like the Country Bear Jamboree is adult, which is part of, partly why. Well, I this it. one, this one, they, uh, they, they use the phrase son of a bitch quite often oh. in this song. Let's see. Um, doesn't a Disney dad is commenting that the ABC commissary is currently requiring an ADR at night. So he's saying, what? does the required ADR ultimately mean that its days are numbered? What? Is it, has it just been that busy? Or are they trying yeah, to get ready? How close I is mean, that going to be to the entrance of Galaxy's Edge? Pretty close. I mean, yeah, not as close as Barcelona, but Barcelona. Yeah, but I, I would think that an ADR indicates popularity, not the opposite. Well, I think it's getting ready again, for that. Oh, you okay? Gross. You know, when you talk about like, there's uh one counter service and there's one quick service restaurant for all of Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Um. And they're both decent size. Like the the counter service restaurant is a decent size, so there's definitely plenty of room for people. But you know, you got to figure with the, with more people coming to the park, they may need to regulate the dinner schedule. It's I, I don't know. Did anybody eat at the ABC? Man, man. I, I've walked through to use the restroom. I've never eaten there. I used to go a lot just to look when they used to have props from Lost in there <sighs> and grab a beer when I was there. Again, before Vaseline. <laughs> uh, life is so much better now that there's Vaseline and the Restaurantosaurus bar and all these bars. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like life would be a lot worse as soon as Star Wars opened. Like, life is so different. When I first started doing, like, uh, a lot of the theme park drinking in the parks. Like when I would go to like Epcot, I would have to try to. When I wanted to take a beer into American Adventure, I used to. I didn't have a Tervis. I used to have to try to like <gasps> put it under my jacket, and like <laughs> I would spill half of it. <laughs> and then, thank God, uh, now I'm I'm I've, I've learned my ways of uh, the nice Tervis, so I can sit and enjoy my beer during American Adventure the way Thomas Jefferson intended it. Benjamin Franklin. Sorry, I'm Franklin. Mm-hmm. Roy Rogers. 
Oh, I just think Benjamin Franklin was a big drinker, so he would probably be the most. Like, I'm surprised the animatronic doesn't look over and just be like, well, drunky. That would be great. Why don't you share some of that swig with me? So good. Let's see. Um, this is actually a good one. Scott D wants to know, can we get a designated Disney dad movie review segment? And I would like that because I loved his movies. It makes me want to watch it. I was a big fan of the movie uh, Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't like scary movies. But it, it hits that spot where it's not like a jump out and scare you movie. It's like a psychological thriller, which I do like. Yeah, right. I like creepy movies that don't have jump scares. Right. Perfect. I agree. And he said, and this, now I'm going to watch this movie because his his review was his DDD certified spoiler free Disney related review of for Dis Twitter was if us, which is his other movie that director was the people mover, then Get Out would be Stitch's Great Escape. So he's saying us is way better. Then, st- then get out. Ooh, I am going to. I would disagree with him 100 percent on that. Hmm. I thought Get Out was way better than Us. Not that Us was bad. Oh, you've seen both. I've seen both. Hmm. Yeah. I've seen both. But you know, maybe we need Drunky to watch it. And then you can tell us which one you like the most. Maybe. Uh, sorry, I'm taking something. I would, I, I'm going to. We're going to watch this. Yes, absolutely. I will do that. I really, if it's better than Get Out, I'll be, I can't even believe it. Because I, I really enjoyed that movie. So I'll be blown away. I'll be blown away. Yeah, I really like Get Out a lot. Um... Kylo Gregg brings up an article that I read in Orlando Weekly about paid fast pass, um, predicting that they're using it in other of the Disney parks. Will it be coming to Florida? My, and this is what he says is my 60 day window opened on Sunday and I got everything I wanted except Slinky Dog. Not too bad for a party of four. I know everyone complains, but I don't want to pay for fast pass plus. Do you? Absolutely not. But. Isn't the argument that any of the current paid models is above and beyond for free? So you wouldn't lose your three freebies. You would just get something more. Yes? Well, I mean, if they did something like they do out here with MaxPass, you don't get to book in advance. You know, you, 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 you have to be in the park, uh, and then you book within the park. But I feel like it works great out here. Yeah. Oh, I like that when we're there. I know I've been looking into, you know, a little humble brag drop here. Uh, but <laughs> Shanghai, uh, they do a paid model, but it's in addition to the Oh, free nice. Model. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, you can still do regular Fast Pass here. You just have to walk over, you know. You have to actually go to the attraction to book your Fast Pass. As to where with. Time for that. Yeah. That's where with Max Packs, you know, you book an attraction and you wait a little while and then you can book another one on the same app and you don't have to go to the attraction until you're actually ready to ride it. So that part's nice. Yeah. 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 It's kind of cool because what they do is you get, it's 
kind of like Max Pass, except it's free. Um, and so everybody has access to that. But then if you're staying on property, you get an additional one. Oh, nice. And then in addition to that, there are ones for purchase. So <sighs> there are kind of a bunch of options. So not like that. No, I I really don't want paid fast pass. I want virtual queuing. That's what I want. No, I think it's BS. Ooh. This is the opposite of virtual queuing. It's the opposite. It's still gumming it up. I, I, I really hope that's not what we're going towards because it will make it much more difficult to do anything. So I really hope not. But that is the end of hashtag Ask Solid Owner for today's episode. So anything, any final thoughts from uh, the panel here? No. I've been kind of obsessed with... Uh, did you used to watch that Dungeons & Dragons cartoon on CBS? No. Damn it. No, but what, what, what about it? Well, just, you know, like, I would say, like, the sometime in the 80s, Saturday morning cartoons, there was a Dungeons & Dragons cartoon where... The, the premise was that these kids got into a ride in a theme park, um, and as they were going through the ride, they were actually transported to the realm of Dungeons & Dragons. And the whole time, they're trying to, like, figure out a way to get back to, you know, their reality or whatever. And uh, it was it – was, I thought it was really good. But Reynal, the French car maker – recently did a commercial for their car where they did a live action version of the cartoon. And, you know, it's only like two or three minutes, but they did a great job. And I was just like, man, I really like, I actually, you know, soon to be blocked by Rob, by Bob Iger again, (laughs) uh, posted a tweet with the link to that video saying like, you know, Disney plus or, you know, any of the streaming services. I was like, whoever wants to do it, if you would do this, and you don't even have to do anything. You can just recreate the three years or three seasons or whatever. Like, there's a hundred and something episodes of them. Just do them live action. It would be great. It's really cool. So then I kept looking, and it turns out that the company that made these cartoons worked with Marvel Studios at the time and was eventually bought up by... Fox. So there's a really good chance that Disney actually owns the right to these Dungeons and Dragons cartoons, and they wouldn't, you know, they could just, uh, I don't know. You can't even find it anywhere online. Like, it's not streaming. You can only buy DVDs of it. I mean, they're doing a pretty good job of taking these things that were kind of niche things and making them uh, uber popular and I, I'm kind of seeing a resurgence of Dungeons and Dragons like I'm starting to see it mentioned yeah. a lot so I mean it's an untapped it's just I, market I clearly you don't work at my company because they play it every single Wednesday night well that's what I'm saying you should, <laughs> you should <laughs> totally have them watch that video and I'll bet you they'll geek out I'm and you'll be encourage them. now you'll be their new biggest they'll, they'll love you even more Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, "Wow, Rhiannon, you're super cool. How did you know about this?" Well, they already think about that. Oh, damn. But either way, I've—that's I, what I really, really want right now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and and it makes me happy that the fact that Disney might actually own the rights to the show 
I'm I'm starting to realize I'm probably going to have to buy. See, just my final thought is basically about cord cutting. And I knew, like, what was it, five years ago when I first, when I cut the cord five years ago, I'm like, all of a sudden I was able to get all this content for free. I'm like, they're never going to allow this to continue very long. <laughs> and now it's getting to the point where I can, a lot of the things I want to watch, I, I can't get anymore. Like, I used a, a lot of logins, like my dad's login from his cable to use, like, ESPN and, like, the app, ESPN app and, um, uh, you know, all these for sports mostly is the stuff that you can't get on, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, Hulu or, or whatever. I'm probably going to have to break down and get one of those, like, Hulu Live or YouTube TV or – so they've officially – it's over for me, at least the probably shortly, like they finally came around. It took them five years, but they figured out how to, how to, to win again. <laughs> well, and that's so like right now I use direct TV now, which is, you know, direct TV's version of a streaming service. And it's like $40. Yeah. Uh, but that includes, you know, pretty much all the channels, including HBO. Yeah. Um, but what I'm kind of waiting for, because the difference like between that and Hulu and uh, YouTube aren't like the price isn't that different. And what you get isn't that different. But what I'm really waiting for is to see what happens when Disney Plus comes out, because they said that there's going to be a Disney Plus um, Hulu bundle. Right. So before there's I live, yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to mess. With, I like I. Yeah. I signed up for the DirecTV now that I have, I signed up for when it first came out and I think it's gone up like five or $10, but they do a thing where like, if you sign up and you pre-purchase three months, so, you know, like $120 worth, they give you uh, a free Apple TV or Roku or, you know, yeah. whatever box that you want, which was cool. Cause that meant that the Apple TV was basically free and, uh, or I paid for the Apple TV and I got three months of free service. Um, but definitely like when Disney plus comes out, if they do a bundle with Disney plus and Hulu live, I'll probably ditch the direct TV yeah. and, uh, and just go with that. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely feel... to pay for HBO now. Shit. <laughs> no, Cause the HBO is actually included with my, uh, with AT&T. Okay. Yeah. Mm, I just, yeah. yeah. If you have AT&T cellular, and you pay for the unlimited plan or when, you know, any of their like modern plans, uh, you get HBO for free, hmm. which a lot of H- HBO are like 18 people. I don't think realize, you know, how everybody does something like, yeah, T-Mobile does what, like Netflix or who, I don't know. Somebody gives you Netflix. Somebody gives you Hulu. AT&T gives you HBO. Yep. I just, it's feeling inevitable because, uh, it's like, it's just getting too much of a hassle now to to watch stuff. So I'm like, well, I feel it's feeling inevitable. I haven't done it yet because I'm trying to hold off as long as I possibly can because I just love the idea of not having cable and being able to just watching live TV over the over the the antenna and and having one for a while. It feels yeah, good to have one as the little man. And yeah, right. People feel that way. Yep, and I feel like that those days are numbered unless you <laughs> watch anything live. Um, so they, I knew they'd figure it out eventually. They weren't going to let the consumer win. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh no, as a matter of fact, I think they're almost going the opposite way now. Like, I feel like we've, and I've, we've talked about this a little bit. I feel yeah. like we've almost screwed ourselves where we were like, we want 
you know, to order a la carte. We don't want this like giant buffet anymore. Right. So they're now they're just like, all right, cool. But I think the difference is they have to figure out what that price point is because yep. I want to say like CBS charges like ten dollars a month. It's, yeah, it's six or seven, but just I just for CBS. They're not understanding. They're not understanding how a buffet works because for the buffet, it's all in one building. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like cable right now, you know, you order. Like, like it's a buffet. You walk up and you're just like, everything I want is here. I'm just paying, you know, for all I can eat. As to what, you know, the a la carte stuff, they're just like, yes, well, you're welcome to only watch CBS, but it's going to cost you. You know, once you watch, once you get CBS, Disney Plus, and Netflix, you're almost at the point that you were paying for cable before. Yeah. But, right, kind of but and as opposed to, you know, whenever they I'm want. Used to be an a la carte buffet, basically. <laughs> like, if you just wanted to pick Netflix, you got a lot of shit. Now it's just all splintering off. Yeah, and they oh. will, and they, and they told us back ten, five, five, six years ago when people would say, "Well, I don't want, I don't watch ESPN, so I don't, why should I pay?" Like, the only reason these channels are fifty cents to a dollar a piece is because it's the whole bundle. If you wanted just right. TLC by itself, it'll be like eight dollars for TLC. If you want, and they're like, and that's exactly what happened. If you really want to go get, you know, just ESPN, it's like nineteen dollars a month. It's it. So yeah, they, we got exactly what we wanted. People just didn't believe that on their own they would cost this much, even though well, they they told us from the beginning that's what it'll be. I think the, th- the part that bothers me most is that I still have to watch commercials. Yes. You know, like if I'm paying a premium for all a cart. I don't want to watch a commercial. I want to just, you know, I'm paying basically $10 a month to watch Twilight Zone on CBS, and I still have to watch effing commercials. And I'm just like, why? Because they hate us, and we're, we're the little man. Damn, Some people little. don't want to pay more for their Hulu subscription. Ooh. <laughs> like a yeah. It's zero right now. <laughs> you need to, you're, you're talking to the wrong person. I don't do that. <sighs> but we may end, I may end up having to get Good. the flu live anyways. Good. But um, so anywho, I'm just dis- I'm disappointed that the a the era of the uh, cable the cord cutting is over. As far as Victor being, I still feel that I'm paying less than I did before, though. Yeah, but not it doesn't not enough to make it worth it. We still lose. I feel like a loser oh, in the deal. I mean, anytime that you're well, you should. Yeah. Well, and now it's ten times less convenient because before you just turn it on and hit up and down on the channels. Now it's like log into this app, log into this app, log into this app. Oh no! I, I and I guess that's where I don't like with. Uh, there's two things that I do. So with Apple TV. There's an Apple TV app that you can just say, like, I want to watch whatever, and you don't have to, like, scroll through. It just tells you, like, okay, watch it now. So that takes care of all your on-demand stuff. But the right. DirecTV now is literally just like that, except for instead of knowing what number, they're just in alphabetical order. Yeah, I'll have to figure mm-hmm. it out. I've never, i I got to figure out which one of these is going to be the best because we'll I think it's going to have to happen. Yeah. So anyways. It's it's one of those things that's come full circle in my head. I'm like, it's, I knew it was going to happen. It's just gotten more and more difficult to try to do it without 
buying one of these things. I I I actually I'm really happy with my setup right now. So oh. if you want to talk about it, we'll, <laughs> we'll get some off air conversation. Going. I'm just I'll, we'll get it figured out. But anyways, any uh, final thoughts from Rhiannon? Mm, no, I think I'm good. You're not. You're not oh, excited. I do have one. Oh, go. So guess what? What? I got the My Disney Experience app to work. All yeah. I was buying an entirely new phone. So it so is the device? Well, no, it's... because I know people with the exact same phone. It doesn't work for them. So I have no fucking clue. All I know is it suddenly works for me now with a new phone. I was going to say there was probably something in the software on the profile on the other phone that if you had just erased all, but that's annoying. Yeah. Anyway, it worked, and it was really good that I got this because we had our 60-day window open up last week, and my mother and I both get up, you know, at 6.59 to make sure we're on there, and lo and behold, the fucking website doesn't work, which is what I always had to use because the app didn't work. And so I was like, well, geez, I guess I can try the app now, and sure enough, that's how we booked all the back classes. Woohoo! Man. Still can get fucking Slinky Dog. Bye. Oh, I love Slinky Dog. Yeah, it's super fun. Skipper Gritchie, I'm currently looking at pictures of Isla Nubar. Ooh. And look at, they're not even pre-mixed drinks. She's literally making the drink in the picture. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, pictures. I'm going to have to search for that and check it out. I, st- I got it at Lapu Lapu the other day, and they do I – think, I think she goes back and pours it out of a jug now, but it's still I still like it in the pineapple, but it's just – I'm a little disappointed that they don't make them anymore. Oh, they don't? They're pre-mixed? I think so. I, everyone said there was. I, did, I should have paid more attention. She showed up with it, but then I think I saw the jug in the back where they have it. Oh, that's drunk. I don't know. But it's like it's still – I still love it so much in the pineapple. Oh, I always wanted in the pineapple. Is that not an option? No, it is. It's oh, just okay. I don't know. I just don't. I need to do a little more research on this. But it's uh. But anyway, somebody was saying that they become they're pre-mixed now. Oh. But I'm trying not to be neural negative about it because I like it so much. I'm not letting it get me down. Yeah, don't let it get you down, buddy. I like it so much. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. There it is. There it is, right there. Isla Nubar. No. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Isla Nubar. I'm ready. It's cool. So, anywho, thank you. That that brings us to the end of tonight's 3 o'clock parade. We appreciate everybody for uh, hanging with us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye so much. (laughs) All right, gang. The game's up. You're surrounded. Come out with your hands on your head. Goddamn. I need a drink. I'm gonna need someone to help me. I'm gonna need somebody's care. I'm gonna need someone to hold me down. I'm gonna need someone to care. I'm gonna rise and shake my body. I start cooling out my hair.
I'm gonna cover myself with the ashes of you And nobody's gonna give a damn Son of a bitch Give me a drink One more night I just can't be me Son of a bitch If I can't get clean I'm gonna drink my life away Get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Now, Buff, be patient. Takes a little doing to set these things up. Yeah, we ain't going anywhere anyhow. Uh, we're kind of hung up here. <laughs> okay, okay, boys. Take it easy, take it easy. Now we're ready to start. Sorry, folks. <laughs> I'll be right with you. <clears throat> Give me a little intro there, Gomer. Well, it's about time. 
welcome to the one and only original country band Jamboree, featuring a bit of Americana, our musical heritage of the past. But enough of this chit chat, yak yak, and flim flam. Just refrain from hibernating. <laughs> and we'll all enjoy the show, because we've got a lot to give. He's a regular Liberace. <laughs> and he plays good, too. And right now, I give you a sorted assortment of executioners of music and song. The Five Bear Rugs. Plus, Gomer. Get it, boys! Play now in the good old key of G. Zeke and Zeb, Ted and Fred, and Byron named Tennessee. Zeke's twanging on the banjo and a tapping with his feet. A banging on the dish pine with a real old country beat. Zeb is sawing on the fiddle with a crooked hickory bow. When the spirit moves that rule, he can make that fiddle go. Ted is on the corn jug, now I mean that bear can blow. He also plays the washboard with the handle of a hoe. And Big Fred's playing mild harp, he plays it kind of sad. He never took a lesson, he just picked it up from Dad. And little old Tennessee bear is a featured on the thing. Sounds just like a guitar, but it's only got one string. Clap your hands and stomp your feet and try to keep right with them. One sure thing the bear band's got is real old country rhythm. Yeah, clap your hands and stomp your feet and try to keep right with them. One sure thing the bear band's got is real old country rhythm. What do you think we have you on the show for? Now, Wendell. You're supposed to pick. Now, Wendell, please. Uh, if you can't cut it, just lay out. Well, let's not fight now, because we got work to do here. Well, let's do it. Now, here's a fractured folk song. Butchered by two birds. Yeah, we wrote these lousy lyrics, and we also wrote the words. The chords are very simple. In fact, there's only three. First it's G, then C, and D, and then going back to G. But you gotta be quick. And now, a heart-rendering ditty by our own growler of soul, Liverlips McGraw. Sing it, Mac. I got a woman, she's got me. Whatever we do, we both agree. She ain't pretty, but I ain't too. 
the things we like are the things we do. A woman ain't pretty, but she don't swear none. She's kind of heavy, don't weigh a ton. She's my woman through and through. I love her only cause her heart is true. We only have high-class stuff on this show. And now, here's a special treat out of Tampa. A little bit of ever-loving, cuddlesome fluff. Our own Trixie. Tears will be the chaser for your wine. After you leave this love of Bright lights and taverns, that's where you'll spend your time, and tears will be the chaser for your wine. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, that was a mighty big song, Trixie. Oh, thank you, Henry. <laughs> that sure ain't all that's big. Well, you know lightweight yourself, Buff. <laughs> boys, boys, watch your manners. Yeah, if you can't say something nice... Uh, boys, a... boys. Okay, now, boys, if you just stop carrying on, like... We just might dedicate this next song to y'all. And we so dedicate Sunshine State, Bunny, Bubbles, and Beulah. Every time I meet a guy who gets me shook, all I ever get from him is a dirty look. 
and dimpled darling of the Dakotas, the last of the big-time swingers, swinging Teddy Barra. Swing it, Teddy. Wow, wait. Here she comes. Well, there he goes. He hardly knows the heart he's breaking. Lovely, lovely. I talk to him, but I don't think Oh, just forget about the plans that we were making. My, my. Art, we did all that we could. Y'all come up and see me sometime. You hear? Yeah. Soon as I find a ladder, I'll be right up. Oh, 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 oh,
as you can see, we're just one big happy family. <laughs> <clears throat> well, folks, this concludes our show. So thanks for bearing with us to the bare end and barrel around to see us again. What do you say, Sammy? I say, y'all come back, you hear? We hope that you'll be coming back again. That you'll drop in to see us now and then. We've done our very best to please with just the bare necessities. We hope that you'll be coming back again. Come again, come again, anytime. The welcome man is always out to see you, it's fine. We hope that you'll be coming back again. That you'll drop in and see us now and then. We had such fun, we're gonna cry. We just can't bear to say goodbye. We hope that you'll be coming back again. Y'all come back, yeah? Don't forget to gather your belongings. And your husband, too. It's been good to have you. So long, folks. Ha <laughs> ha.